What is up, WrestleLore fans? It's your boy Devo here. And uh, boy, uh, I am joined as always. He is the uh, boy. Uh, what? Uh, Ethan, I'm trying to remember some characters from this. Uh, you're the Jimmy King to my what? <laughs> To, to your Gordy. To Gordy, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's the Jimmy King to my Gordy, Ethan Sandoval. How you holding up there, Ethan? Oh, you know, alive. <laughs> you, you, are, you are doing the, uh, living the COVID life, remote working here, all that fun stuff, just like we yep, all yep. are, having a great old time. And uh, guys, today we are joined once again... They are the uh, Juventud Guerrero and uh, Conan <laughs> of this podcast. Uh, they are our movie review buddies. They are the guys from Getting Greasy, Zach Amon and Sean Singleton. How you boys doing? Hey, everybody. I'm doing just fine. So uh, if we got these guys in the house, that must mean we're reviewing another cinema cult classic, uh, another massive Oscar winner, and that is, of course, uh, <laughs> Ready uh. to Rumble. The, yep. the record-holding Oscar film. Yes, the two thousand and seven, or the year two thousand, April seventh, two thousand, is when this came out. Uh, mm. Starring, of course, David Arquette, Oliver Platt, Sean Con, uh, Scott Con, and then a host of other uh, people, including lots and lots of wrestlers and all that fun mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, guys, before we get started, we'll play a little game here. Huh. How much do you think the budget was, and how much do you think the movie made? Ooh. Ethan, do you budget. know? Uh, do I know how much it was? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go with budget. What do you think the budget was for this movie, guys? The budget had to have been at least pretty high to have like WCW involved. Okay. With a couple of the wrestlers, so I'm gonna say maybe like a. I'm gonna be generous. Maybe like a ten million dollar budget. Okay. What about you, Sean? What you got for this budget of this <laughs> cinematic masterpiece? Carry the two <laughs> minus three. I'm going to go with $14 million, and I think it made. Okay. I think it made $2 million. Okay. Okay. Sean, this Kool Aid's making my brain feel fuzzy. And, uh, and Ethan, what do you got? Well, I'm going to combine their answers. Okay. And I'm going to say $24 million. Okay, well, that is exactly it. It's $24 million. Uh, I think you cheated. And uh, it made $12.5 million. So oh, lost, well, that's a success. Well, mm, it lost $11.5 million. Yeah, yeah. That's a 50% increase from what I understand. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Yeah. I, I, I think this is maybe why uh, movie theaters go out of business. They have, <laughs> they have guys like Sean running the money. Look, uh, it cost 24 It made 12 it look, came out ahead, right? Yeah, it look, fifty percent. That means we made fifty percent. You no, saw idiot, the producers. We lost you know how it works. Money spent is money gone. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so. One point five would be a fifty percent. You have increase. to spend a lot of money to make no money. That's yeah. what we say. All right. So we got ready to rumble. Uh, I had never seen this film. Uh, Sean, you'd never seen it either, right? Never, never even heard. Mm -hmm. it. And Zach, you'd seen it, and Ethan, you'd obviously. This seen is it, a right? staple of my childhood. I've seen this movie. Three times prior to this viewing. Okay. And uh, it gets better every single time, right? Like a fine line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, what's the... Ethan, you want to take us down the basic plot of this film real quick? Uh, uh, so um, David Arquette and Scott Kahn play uh, two mentally challenged boys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are they legitimately <laughs> mentally challenged? I, I, I had that question. No, they're just from Wyoming. <laughs> oh, okay. No, they're just wrestling fans. Oh, yes. That's that's all it is. Like that's you know. I, so I, essentially, yeah. Go for they, it. They work for a septic uh, disposal company. Um, and they yeah, and they are um, they specialize in emptying uh, porta potties. I love that you gave them the the benefit of saying specialized. <laughs> yeah, it's their, instead of just it's their, they, their, they suck shit their, out of crappers. It's the shit boys. How's the shit work going, shit boys? It is their forte. Yes. And, well, forte. Um, <laughs> so they <laughs> specialize in shit factories, and uh, they are going to a show to see their favorite wrestler, who is Jimmy the King. Jimmy, Jimmy King. the King. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so let's 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 stop right there before we get into uh, going to show. Let's first of all, this uh, starts off like hot with this like uh, the scene that's in the uh, convenience store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with, with a, where, uh, where Ahmed Zappa, Frank Zappa's son, is uh, <laughs> working behind the counter, and uh, he gives us a hard R <laughs> right off the top. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember when the movie came out. Yeah, I do remember when the movie came out. It's still kind yeah, of... Yeah, uh, oh, no, it happened, and I immediately went, oh, this is 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Were they dropping that one in the Peanut Butter Falcon? I don't remember. <laughs> hey, uh, remember that Black Eyed Peas song? It's treated as a slur, as it should be. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, Black Eyed Peas originally had their uh, Let's Get It Started was quite, quite problematic. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, so, all right. So their guys are there and they're clearly, um, they are clearly a little bit, uh, you know, simple, <laughs> I guess. They're just wrestling fans, uh, which, you know, in, in lots of cases makes them kind of problematic, I guess. Uh, yeah. But, uh yeah, that whole opening scene, they're, they're stoked uh, to go to... What, are they going to Nitro, right? Yes, yeah. they're going to Nitro in Cheyenne. And they're stoked that they're getting a, a title match, even though it's not uh, a, pay-per-view. a pay-per-view. Right, so Cheyenne... I've been to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Have you guys yeah. ever been to Wyoming? I've never been I to have. Wyoming. Ethan, what is your take on Wyoming? Because I have a... I have a uh, it's empty. Yeah, it's nothing. Like it's. I have a funny story about Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, we decided this is one of those trips that I took as a kid where me and the fam we just decided to go like on road trips yeah. and like we just check shit out. So we drove across, we went over to Wyoming. We stayed at this really dope uh, a motel, right? It's like yeah. huge rooms, like multiple rooms in it. It's like nice and affordable, free movies, shit like that. It's, it's, it's kind of nice. <laughs> My dad was at the uh, front counter, and uh, if you guys hear some chatter in the li- in the kitchen coming through. <laughs> There's some guests here at the house. Uh, my dad was uh, up at the front desk, and there was uh, an exchange of a bag, a garbage bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was in that garbage bag were all the dildos that the previous person in nice. the, not in our room, but a different room, had left at the hotel. Nice. All the, a garbage bag. A garbage bag. Not a shopping bag. Not a shopping not bag. Not a Ziploc bag. A hefty was bag. Was Wade McFarlane there? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Jesus, yeah. this is a bunker full of dildos. This is a storage <laughs> unit full of sex toys. <laughs> Cheyenne was one of my first memories of uh, places where there were just people living at hotels or motels, I guess. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Is Cheyenne mm-hmm. West or Middle? Where... 
I know it's it just, doesn't exist. Well, it's just kind of straight north of like Boulder, I think. It's the Mandela because oh, we went down. We ended up going down from Cheyenne to Boulder to go tour okay. the brewery. So it's further over so, than because yeah. I was going to say I know Wyoming gets interesting far west. Like when you yeah. get close to Yellowstone. No, this is like just that's the corner though. Yeah. Like that's like a southwestern, like mid southwestern yeah. corner. Did see a lot of antelope, which was kind of nice. cool. So makes yeah, it so dope yeah. Eating. I went to I went I went to go to Yellowstone. Is why I was there. Yellowstone. Uh, so. Yes. Now was that part of Wyoming at least pretty, Ethan? Yeah, I mean it's pretty. It's just there's empty. Well, you got to be empty to be there pretty. Are animals to have those there. national parks and shits. What a what a profound statement <laughs> from Sean Singleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta be empty to be pretty. <laughs> the less that's going on in the head, the prettier it is. Right? Like right like, now is yeah. the perfect time to go to a national park. <laughs> Nobody's there. I know they're not open. Exactly. Like, uh, sneak in. So sneak when the bear in. attacks you, you're you're so. I would just like to think that there's just like. Well, sneak in with an AK. Just, Don't be silly. Like all the animals are just laying loose, and there's like. Hey, shit! There's no humans around. If a tourist so gets anyways, mauled by this a bear, movie. <laughs> okay, yes, we'll, we won't turn it into a getting greasy. So yeah. this movie, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. hot. All right, so hot so movie. so they go to they go to the nitro. I love that that one girl. Well, at the, hold on. Yeah, we we can't just b- bounce over the fight scene in the fucking oh okay convenience store. Oh, like Macho Man. Yeah, Randy yeah. Savage. That, that's gotta be like uh, at least a million of that budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they just got him straight from when he was Buzzsaw on the Spider-Man movie. That was legitimately next. the exact same outfit. Well, okay, then he went from this to Spider-Man. Yeah, he it's was the, on a streak, man. I've got a feeling that it was this era of Macho Man that may have contributed to that heart attack a few years later. No uh, shit, because yeah. uh, he's a little bit jacked here. But yeah, this uh, this uh, this fight scene in the. <laughs> In, in the gas station, which will in be- which Oliver Platt actually punches Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That was in the yeah. He accidentally he yeah. accidentally there's a blooper yeah where he like hits him as hard as he possibly can, uh-huh. and then he just goes oh shit. Hey, uh, of course we'll get there, but like I appreciate a movie with a good blooper reel. Oh hell right. Oh I, I mean, miss like, oh, yeah. yeah like, you don't reels- see him anymore really. Yeah, it's blooper w- reels are, are one of my all time. Like they were such things. a they were such a big deal that like Disney was animating bloopers into their films. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did it for Toy Story Two is the first one I remember. Yeah, it's just all the bloopers of the animators drawing boners on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> here's Woody but naked. Uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> No, damn like it. I the said step don't brothers, the, the Step Brothers blooper reel. Yeah. The, oh, it's oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah. We talked about it before, but uh, the Anchorman mo- one's months, funny months too. ago, the, the bloopers, and the out, there's like apparently a bunch of outtakes from the uh, Between Two Ferns movie that are supposed to be really, really good. Oh, yeah. They so, do it at the yeah. end of the film. But apparently, he's got all the interviews too that he was oh, going to yeah. put out where people broke and he's releasing them as like bonus content and stuff. But, That's uh, cool. But yeah, and also Burt Reynolds movies from the 80s. Yeah. Like, the the OG of uh, blooper reels. Uh, oh yeah, like well, uh, I guess we should get started then. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit and and all that yeah. shit like uh, Cannonball Run, Dom DeLuise, you know. So yeah, uh, but yeah, this fight scene is uh, it, it's pretty intense right off. And yeah, who knew that it was going to pay off later in the movie? Right, that that was going to yeah. be the big payoff. I totally missed the part where he's reading the kids a story in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, I missed that like, you know. Whatever princess bride moment, and you also again so much happens in this first scene. He shoves his finger so far up his own rectum, yeah, in his butt. (laughs) 
Yeah, and then it's like uses it to get a free Slurpee. Which, like, I've always wanted to try this to see if it'd work. But I don't know if it would. To get a free Slurpee? <laughs> no, just to see if it would work. To get, to get a free anything. To give, get yourself a, what, a free erection? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. it's like, it's like, like, I can go a, get a candy bar and be like, bro, does this candy mm. bar smell like shit to you? <laughs> Rip it. And yeah, then, rip it. Yes. Rip it. Yes. <laughs> rip it. <laughs> Snap into a rectum. When, when he says rip it, do you think he is referring to ass? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, His definitely. Yeah, Bubba the Ludge Sponge's wife's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so all right, so we're gonna move on, I guess. I I love the scene where uh, there's the girl in the. Uh, she's super excited that he's got tickets to WCW Nitro. In yeah, the, uh, in the burger yeah. shack, in the burger or, shack or whatever. Uh, yeah, it, and the other girl who's super not interested, but that's the one he's interested in because men yeah. are dumb. Yes, but what a common trope of but, that era. <laughs> but he changes very quickly without really any indication of needing to change. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Like the, the the other one that he's into comes up to him later in the movie, and he's just like, "No, I have magically changed my mind to go." And Ethan, did you know this? <laughs> that girl. We figured it out. That girl is the actress that plays the uh, wife from the Jake from State Farm commercials. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't remember her name right now, but we, we figured it out the other day. She's apparently in tons of commercials. It's like how she makes all of her money now is, yeah. is doing commercials. She always it says she's known as being the mom in like 10 different commercials. So. Well, you know, <laughs> I've, I've always had a crush on her character. Yeah. Mostly just because I was a sad, lonely wrestling nerd. And I was like, yeah, and no woman like, like that. Wrestling yeah. too? No woman <laughs> like that would ever exist. No, no, no the yeah. problem is there are women like that that like wrestling, but like there's one per every 90 guys. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not like a, a good uh, ratio for you there. Yeah. But yeah, they're so excited because they got tickets to go see the WCW Nitro where we are going to get... Oh boy, we're going to get introduced to so many uh, great characters here. Uh, not only do we get uh, Diamond Dallas Page eventually. Uh, yeah. Did DD like? Did DDP play a heel at this time, Ethan? I don't no, think so. No, DDP was never a heel. A heel in WCW. Now, see, I don't think. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Once he became a, a face, face, yeah, he yeah. never went back to being a heel. Yeah, because when he started and he had the diamond stud and Kimberly and all that shit, yeah, like he yeah, was yeah. A, you're right, you're he right. Was a, yeah, a, I, he was when a, he was when he heel, won yeah. that thirteen point seven million dollar bingo game. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but he's playing the heel in the movie here, but not really like a vindictive heel. He's just doing what he's being told by his booker, who is, in this case, played by Joey Pants, Joe Joe Pantoliano. Pantoliano. That's still such a mind-blowing thing that that he's in this movie. (laughs) So, my big question... Oliver Platt is in this movie. Yeah, that's also fair as well. And David Arquette. But, you know, okay, so why is it crazy that Oliver Platt's (laughs) in this movie? Because he's actually, like, kind of legit of an actor. Yeah, but I looked at his... I looked at Oliver Platt's, like, IMDb. Oh, he doesn't do great stuff. He was in a bunch of shit. Yeah. Like, like, let me... I'll pull up his his, uh, filmography here. Like, let's see. This was in 2000... But his good stuff outweighs all the bad. It's like Nicolas Cage. (laughs) He's a very good actor. He is a good actor. Far better than this movie. Yeah, he was the voice of Hades in Wonder Woman in 2009. Oh, I really thought you were going to say Hercules. No. I'm like, that's not true. Uh, yeah, I mean... That was James he, Woods. Yeah, and he's the source of most of the bloopers on this, and it's great. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he is thrown into a role that he's not really 
used to, <laughs> which is yeah. being a wrestler. He's actually trying to be physical or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is just me being a dick. But yeah. yeah, he's a real good actor. He's the majority of the fucking blooper reels. So that doesn't uh. sound very <laughs> successful to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's playing Jimmy King, and I guess this is what I didn't get. Uh, is he like I asked you? Is he trying to be Jerry the King Lawler here? Like I don't know. It's almost like it's, Dusty. It's Rosie essentially what it me. feels like. But like they do, Yeah, you can do whatever. Uh, they don't make him like. I mean, he is kind of like a bumpkin. Like a lot of people think Lawler <laughs> is, you know, like kind of a jerk and stuff like that. But he has a redemption arc, so it still makes him look yeah. good at the end. So it's like, and at this time, Jerry the King Lawler's over on <laughs> WWE programming. Like yeah. and so it didn't really make sense to do that character or something like Jimmy that. King versus Jerry King. Yeah, who wins? Yeah, hey man, it's almost like this company didn't have any good business sense. Yeah, I know. I, I keep looking. It says written by Stephen Brill, but man, I, I just kept, I was waiting to see Vince Russo on there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love when we do the references that Sean has no idea because they're the actual wrestling references. Is Vince Russo the actual name of Vince McMahon? No, Vince Russo no. is a uh, booker and writer for wrestling who did a lot of really, really he's bad He's known things. for being terrible because he's not a wrestling guy at all. He was just like an advertising guy that got like oh. head booker status. <clears throat> oh, we... But be... uh, so he, yeah. he literally, his goal was to turn professional wrestling into the Jerry Springer show. Yeah. Oh. That was his that was his motivation. Huh? Huh? Oh, they're not the same thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no no the reason why in the late 90s and early 2000s it got to that level where people make that association is because of Vince Russo. Oh. Like I see. yeah, it's not like that now, but yeah, it what like you know the white trash like you know, mm-hmm. bra and panties. Literally, oh, yeah. yeah he, like... he was on a um, he was on uh, uh, Beyond the Mat or no Dark Side of the Mat recently, and uh, he literally is like, he's like, yeah, I was inspired by the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> I yeah, pretty no, he is. He's like oh, a fucking. No. He's like a fucking. You know, like Guido. Like a what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, 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 I was right. gonna say he's not afraid to say. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, uh, my name's Vince Russo. Yeah. He now. <laughs> We'll have to maybe try to find. I'll have to maybe try to find this for the boys and definitely for you if you haven't seen anything. But the Vince Russo, where he uh, books like the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he has his like. Uh, no, he he like has a what do you call? He's born again now or whatever, and so he put on a wrestling style like, you know. Jesus story that'd be dope. I'd watch in which, the passion by the WWE. Yeah, it, it's something. So, uh, but yeah, so who Joe Pantaleone, uh, Pantaleano is playing uh, Titus Sinclair, who I think is trying to be Vince Russo and also Dutch Mantel. Yeah, D- Dutch Mantel or something. So like, and he's he just looks. I don't know. He just looks a little bit like he belongs in an '80s movie, <laughs> not in a 2000s movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do have, uh, and it's going to have DDP uh, in this match. There's going to be a match between Jimmy King and all uh, and DDP. And what's going to happen here is that uh, Sinclair is going to tell DDP to turn it into a shoot. It's going to become a shoot fight, and DDP is going to steal the title from uh, Jimmy King. Jimmy King. Jimmy King. And this sets all the wheels, all the wheels of the movie into motion. Uh, yes. The next thing we have, they're driving home, and there is a car crash, and somehow this wreck is 
Yeah, they start crying because Jimmy King loses. Yeah. Understand that. And they're driving their septic truck. I can guarantee you, uh, wrestling fans don't cry when people lose. They just get like very indignant and take to Twitter. <laughs> Which I, I guess cried when Undertaker lost no. and then got indignant and went to Twitter. <laughs> well, that was a different type of crying. You uh, weren't yeah. crying because he lost. You were crying because it was the end. You, you were crying because... No, I was crying because I was like, Really? Lesnar. He was crying because he was so happy that Brock Lesnar got that that win. <laughs> Rip it. Rip it. Okay, so they have this crash on the way home, and they have they now believe that their goal in life is to once again make the king the world champion. Uh, which is this how this is how wrestling works, right? Yeah, right. Uh it is interesting that WCW put out a, a whole movie that breaks kayfabe. But but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh so uh, they agree that they're going to help. The two agree that they're going to help each other uh, here. And uh, I uh, Trump, this notes that I'm looking on the follow along. It says the dim witted duo. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we got some uh, good scenes coming up here that you really loved. I, I'm trying to remember this because we watched the other day. It's not like this is a cinematic mm. masterpiece that I remember every step of, but uh, oh, I do. Yeah. But that's autism. Okay. Well, go for it. You take the, you take the reins then. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they crash their septic truck, and then there's a bunch of firefighters who are cleaning it up, and uh, then as they're cleaning it up, uh, a truck, a semi truck, crashes into their septic truck, and what is the semi truck holding? Toilet, Toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Toilet paper. It was so great. Classic also, we, fucking we did forget comedy. A slight major plot point. Oh, which but... is the fact that Gordy's dad is a state, state trooper. trooper. Yeah, yeah. And wants Gordy to be a state trooper. And that various, yeah, that yeah could have literally been any profession. Yeah. But like, yeah. state trooper will work eventually, I suppose. Uh, it's yeah, important. The TP. If only <clears> that. If only we have that truck of TP today when everybody needs toilet paper. Right. Uh, so oh yeah, right, Ethan, get back to it. We got uh, we got the wreck, the TP truck, all that fun stuff. The shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The shit mobile. There's shit everywhere. Yeah, there's so and much then, shit. And then uh, they uh, they decide that they're gonna go help Jimmy King get his title back. Yep, pretty uh, much. Yep. Easy and enough. so they start. They start hitchhiking because they no longer have a car. Uh, and this is where we get the nun scene, right? Yeah. Yes. The nun. This is where we get the nuns. The, are... fart, the farting nuns. Uh, the farting nuns. And uh, <laughs> this is where they get the whole. Uh, I think when they first get in, is this the first time we hear them play Lit's uh, My Own Worst Enemy? Or because they play Lit's My Own Worst Enemy like two or three times during they this play it when they time, leave. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they get in there and they're the nuns are all singing like you know church songs or whatever, yeah. uh, you know kumbaya and all that all that bullshit. And then they decide to teach him running with the devil. Classic. <laughs> running with the devil. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, all right, so. <laughs> They're making their way uh, in a world today. Downtown. It's everything they got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we both said two different songs. <laughs> um, all right. So, where do the nuns take them? I forget. Do they, this is where they go, and they is this where they go find Jimmy's wife? 
Yes. Yeah. Jimmy, yes. Jimmy's yes. wife yeah, they, and kid. They, they go to um, the uh, the fucking um, the like pit stop or whatever, yeah. and they run into the guy who's like, "My dad says puke it's for pussy." Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then he gives them the house for Jimmy King, and uh, you see his wife Eugenia. Yeah. Yes, and, they, the Shermanator. They ran into the yes, Shermanator. Shermanator, yes. yes. And then uh, you see his wife, who uh, has has jock itch apparently. Jock. Jock. I don't think it's jock itch. I think that's yeah. crab. She's got the yeah. Joe's. Oh, crab that's right. She, she she says crabs. Yeah, because I she's, forgot about that. It's so gross because she goes, she's "What got is that it?" Giant. Itch well, and she's like. You ever seen crabs up close? And they're like, no. You want to? You want? And then one of them is like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah like, they're so dumb. How um, far down the ladder do you have to be to want to see crabs? Not yeah, bad. and so then, then uh, they meet his son, who has the worst fake braces I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, horrible. That's a grill. That's yeah. a grill. He was ahead of his time. <laughs> it's a knife. <laughs> And so then they track down his parents and get one of the two moments in this movie that I think are truly and unironically funny. Okay, which is what? Which is uh, they're talking to his uh, parents <laughs> and and his parents are talking about, like, he's a no-good deadbeat, blah, blah, blah. He didn't even graduate high school. <laughs> and then Scott Conn goes, that's not true. According to the official uh, <laughs> King biography uh, that he wrote, uh, he graduated high school and then went to community college after you died in a plane crash. <laughs> yeah, okay, I do remember that one. That was good. Why well, had to kick your ass? Yeah, that, that was. Yeah. Uh, the the dad in this is uh, David Arquette's dad. Oh, yeah. So the, the guy that's playing uh, Jimmy King's dad is David Arquette's dad. Uh, who is a Hollywood producer, apparently. So there you go. Wow. A producer. 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 Uh, this, this, then, this then gives them access to Jimmy King's wife, right? Estranged wife. Is that that's what next? No, no she no, no, was no. first. No, oh, no. she was first. No, no, no. Okay. She was first. Then they meet his parents and find out he got his um, trailer cab. Oh, trailer. No. He, he got the their trailer, motorhome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, is uh, is driving around with that. And then they find his motorhome. Do you think that the uh, when they find his motorhome, that this is a bit of a shoehorned in cross dressing <laughs> bit here? Like, yeah, like he's <coughs> hiding from someone. Yeah, like, and that's the way you hide is to just be. I mean, become another person. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and what does he say? <laughs> What's the horrible line? Uh, I think it's like. Is Jimmy King a Jimmy Queen? Uh, oh, God. The King's a Queen? Oh, boy. No. Who wrote this? Ethan uh, Sandoval? Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. What are you, a hack? No, we, we did establish, though, the other day, uh, we looked it up, uh, that the writer of this wrote The Mighty Ducks. Oh, uh-huh. classic Mighty writer. Ducks 2, Heavyweights, Mighty Ducks 3, Little Nicky, and his most recent thing is something called Walk of Shame. Which was uh, the uh, oh we talked about the Elizabeth Banks James Marsden uh, like rom com so I watched Zack and Mary last night. Zack and Mary's great. It's a fun movie. Tis good. So they they find Jimmy King and he's in his trailer. 
or RV or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, what is it? Scott Conn says camper. Like like they're about to give up, and Scott Conn's like, "Hey, Gordy, knock knock." And Gordy's like, "Who's there?" And Scott Conn goes, "Jimmy King, drunk at a trailer in a dress. It's over." <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's that's a line in this movie. Uh well, you know, they can't all be winners, I suppose. Uh, yep. Now, uh, okay, so they get Jimmy King, and they 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 trick him into doing a meet and greet, so they'll he'll get him some beers or whatever, or like something like that, or he'll buy him with some six packs or yeah something. He's just a real scumbag, yeah. is what we we found out that you know, much like a lot of uh, pro wrestlers, he's a scumbag. <laughs> In personal parents, he's, yeah, he's just a deadbeat alcoholic. Yes, he's a he would have been he would have definitely been a flat earther and Sandy Hook truther. <laughs> A regular, by the way, a regular Ronda Rousey. Speaking of Ronda Rousey, did you see what she said about wrestling fans on Steve O's podcast? Oh no, what'd she say? I did. She she was like, they're fucking ungrateful losers, and uh, like I deserved better. And she just keeps calling wrestling fake fighting, and blah 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 blah. And it's like, why do you? What? You guys remember when she was in the Entourage movie? Yeah. And she broke. You guys remember when she got knocked jaw? the fuck out? Remember yeah. when she shit herself? Wasn't that her? Didn't she shit herself? No, that was a gun girl. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Ronda Rousey, human garbage. So yeah, she's not doing well in her. They career. should just, you know, they should just have her have a, ma- a, a shoot match versus Brock Lesnar, and she can say if it's uh, real fighting or not. Yeah. <laughs> Like it'd be like or, Brock or, kill or, Brock be like me kill me kill now or Kane <laughs> Velasquez right you know so <laughs> Brock um, kill now but uh, all right so so they get Brock rip tiny lady enough no neck they uh, <laughs> they 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 coax Jimmy King he wants nothing to do with it yeah. uh, but they coax him back by promising he'll get another shot uh, he'll get to get a one good shot at. Uh, I want to keep saying Upton Sinclair, but this is not the goddamn guy who wrote <laughs> The Jungle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maine at Kingsbury. Uh, this is not a uh, this is not a muckraker from the late eighteen hundreds. Titus Sinclair. Uh, they want to get back at Titus Sinclair. He'll give him a good punch. Hey, whatever. Uh, and uh, so they are going to uh, sneak him into a ring and uh, get that sucker punch in a classic. Porta John. Uh, hey, this is a solid scheme. Yeah, which I think we established. Uh, wasn't it WrestleMania where there was a Porta John bit? Yeah, right, Ethan. Yeah, yeah so yep. there are always Porta Johns at wrestling events. Uh, so there yeah. you go. So yeah, yeah it's Porta-Johns not a there. not a bad not a bad scheme. So they, they I assume, get in there. I assume the Porta Johns at our wrestling events are there. So so there's like really quick access if someone has to run back really quick. Yeah, like I an, bet. Like I a, bet they're for. I bet they're for crew. Crew and announcers, like if like Michael Cole needs to go rock a piss real quick, he can just uh, yeah. drop a fat dude. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but they okay. So he Jimmy King is hiding in the Porta John. I left a D in mm. Porta Potty twenty three. <laughs> and uh, there he's going to hear uh, Sinclair talking all this shit about him, and then he's going well, to yeah. Well, hold on. We we get the oh. scene with them staring. Oh yeah. Staring into the girls' locker room. Yeah. Yes. And. They just keep going naked, more naked, more <laughs> naked, naked, naked. It's, it's the most childish thing ever. What is the deal with wrestling movies and duplicitous uh, female characters? 
What, you, what is it with wrestling movies and treating all their fans like like actual mentally challenged people? Well, I mean, both in this and in uh, and in uh, No Holds Barred, like the female lead that we are introduced to ends up being a bad guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, only difference is. Hogan banged it out with that one in, uh, <laughs> in No Holds Barred. Whereas, well, no, Gordy has sex oh, with that one. That's true, but he doesn't end up with her, right? So, Oh, that's true. They should have really brought back Hogan's brother from No Holds Barred just be in the crowd here and like uh, throw out a few ribbons <laughs> and stand up from his wheelchair because Zeus just got beat. So. <laughs> what cures spinal injuries? Beating Tiny Lister at a match. Yeah. <laughs> if only it was. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so so yes, we get that scene, and he's just staring at Rose McGowan's boobs, yeah. Uh, yeah. like and like you know, just classic acting, yeah. just just classic acting. They were in Scream together, acting. Yes, uh, they were in. Uh, yeah, tell me, Oliver Platt, when you were on the <laughs> set of Ready to Rumble, was it hard to avert your gaze from Rose McGowan's? Voluptuous. Some big <laughs> what was it like okay. working? Oh with... dear, have you seen the titty on Rose? Can uh, can you please channel your character, Jimmy King, for us? Uh-huh. Now listen here, she got some big old knockers, man. <laughs> what was it like to work with great American thespian David Arquette? <laughs> <laughs> he got some big old knockers. <laughs> Award-winning actor. Goldberg. <laughs> is uh, Scott Kahn as funny as they say? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Rose McGowan is a Nitro Girl. I had forgotten about Nitro Girls. Uh, who? Which one of the Nitro Girls became a wrestler? Is there one? Uh, I don't know. Well, I know Queen Charmel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, is a Nitro Girl. Booker, Booker T's wife was a Booker Nitro. T. Yeah, okay. Booker T. Washington. There, there's one Nitro Girl with short hair who I, I, I was in love with. <laughs> in the movie or in real life? Well, in the movie. Oh, okay. But I think, I think they're actual. They're, uh, they are actual Nitro Girls. Yeah, I would imagine. Why wouldn't? Because, because, because Charmel is in this movie. Yeah, wouldn't. Why would you be like? You know what? We need some dancing girls for this film. I know you have your own right over here, yeah. but uh, fuck that. Yeah, we're just gonna bring in some different ones here. Uh, but yeah, we have this scene here. Then we get the scene where uh, Jimmy King overhears everything and he bursts out of uh, the the the, the turlet and he uh, turlet and he wallops. Uh, Sinclair and uh, DDP with, uh, uh, with some real haymakers there. Would you just paper. open up a Huckleberry <laughs> thing and flip through oh, it a couple times? He, he it's like, a real Donnybrook. He, he wraps the toilet seat around his head, yeah. throws them into a porta potty. Yeah. Then uh, one movie that I've always found, or one move that I've always found impressive, is then like, is when Gordy tackles Sinclair, and then Scott Kahn just slides in and wraps his legs around Titus Sinclair's neck. It's so smooth. Slick as fuck. Yeah. Well, you know, that uh, that Sinclair's greasy, so it's easy to do. Uh-huh. So, uh, well, that's what happens when you get greasy. <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, okay, so what happens then, though, is one of the dumbest matches to be made ever, which uh, Sinclair decides that he's going to give Jimmy King a match for the title and a million-dollar cash prize. However, if King loses, he'll never wrestle again, which is so dumb because he was already never going to wrestle again. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah a million dollars, but it's a cage match, 
So that makes it difficult. This would be like Zach and Sean having a uh, match where it's, uh, you know, hair versus hair. <laughs> One of the guys is already losing that battle. <laughs> this would just be speeding up the inevitable. <laughs> you know, some of us have very deep hairlines. You know, you know that's a thing. Since though. child. You know that's a thing in wrestling, though. Like, what? There's always these hair versus hair matches, and it's like when the guys are getting to a point where they know that bald... Like, Oh, oh! I Kurt Angle had a hair match. Like, yeah, yeah, Kurt Angle. Yeah. I thought you meant it was like a type of wrestler called oh, no, hair. No, no, no! Like, literally, it's like <laughs> a, there's hairs put, and heels, you, lipsticks. You put <laughs> your hair on the line in this match, but it, the, guy, the guy that loses is always the guy that's going bald. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, okay. yeah, it's pretty clever. So that's like why the, they shaved Vince's head that one time. No, that was because we had to make sure that Donald Trump had his WrestleMania moment. So he's president. He is. <laughs> Who could forget? Tune in to getting greasy on the <laughs> OAN <laughs> network. <laughs> <laughs> you watch Oliver John Oliver as well. <laughs> Ethan, I got good news. Uh, I started a wrestling promotion. Uh, we've got good money and backing, uh, but we're only going to be on the OAN network. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one watches it. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Yeah, no one have fucking like it's, I watched that and I'm like, what the fuck is OAN? It's, it's Trump's. It's like fake, fake. It's like actual fake news. Like oh, the propaganda. They're at least machine. on TV though. My oh dad, yeah, yeah, my dad sent me one today that was like this guy questioning of like all this collusion and shit with COVID. Mm-hmm. And then he went on. He's like, I mean, this is Dr. Fauci's the same guy who said HIV is what lead causes AIDS. And like, I had to pause it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. How's that work then? If that's not the case, like, you yeah. immediately discredited yourself. God bless wrestling and giving Donald Trump more, more fame and fortune. But mm. This isn't about Donald Trump. This is about Ready to Rumble. Sorry, that got diverted. Oh no, it's all good. It happens. Uh, so what do we got here? We got the match that was made, um, and then they have the. Uh, Supposed, you know, Sasha is uh, attracted to Gordy at this yeah. point. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so they join up and they're going to go need a trainer. So they're going to go to a local trainer center, uh, training center where they meet. Uh, he, he First they go meet Bill Goldberg. And Goldberg's not having anything uh, to do with it. Local Tolson. But then they <laughs> meet... Martin Landau playing Sal Bandini. Yep. Who, uh, who I so believe was good. billed as Sal Wanna Wrestle Bandini in the credits. Hey, Wanna Wrestle? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, he actually used to work at Auntie Anne's and he'd be like, Wanna Pretzel? <laughs> oh. God damn you. All right, this episode's <laughs> over. Well, can't top that. <laughs> Man, I do want a pretzel right now. Oh, that sounds really good. Hey, if you Dude, I want an Auntie Anne cinnamon sugar pretzel right fucking now. I just want some cheese. You know, Ethan, if you lived in Tulsa, uh, they delivered in DoorDash. You could get them. You know. Andy, from well, where? The well, fucking mall? Well, not right now because the mall's closed. But What about the airport? Oh, we don't have one in the airport. Yeah, no. Damn. That's the only thing I eat in airports. <laughs> that would suck if you had to go in and out of security each time for time. <laughs> Oh, I want a pretzel now, I'm boys. DoorDash. Oh, you don't have to check through here. <laughs> that's that's how we'd get got again. That's how 9/11 Part Two happens. <laughs> oh the God. Greek DoorDash conspiracy. 9/11 Two DoorDash. <laughs> Somebody went right through the front door. Two. Plane crash. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they meet Sal Bandini. Band, Bandini is his name. Uh, yeah, and he who be- is obviously Stu Hart. Yeah, he's trying to be Stu Hart, the dungeon here, going down, you know, taking it back to basics. Uh, I learn that, I, I love that uh, when 
we get the whole scene and they find out uh, Sasha. We find out that, you know, uh, Sasha is a, you know, a, a double agent here and she, she's a heel. Yeah. And she tells, uh, What's his name? I'm forgetting his name again. Sinclair uh, about Sinclair. about Bandini. He's six <laughs> Sid Vicious and Perry Saturn. On yeah. It. Hold on, you are skipping the sex scene. Oh, sir. that's right, the sex yeah, scene. Yeah, they so, fuck. Well, they wrestle first. They the wrestle first. Yeah, wrestle yeah. flirting. Foreign objects. Yeah. Oh foreign my objects. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looks like he actually punches uh, the shit out of her too in one scene. It it is like uh they take the sex jokes of American Pie and take it down like a level, right? <laughs> It went from flutes and pussies to just like foreign objects. <laughs> Listen, I I love that foreign objects line. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean it's. Oh right, and this is also where we get the only other line in the movie that I think is actually funny. Okay. Which is where he shows up and he he's like at her door and he starts talking to her in like broken bad Spanish. And, uh, you know, she's pretending to be impressed. She's like, wow. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he says, I took I took Spanish in high school a bunch of times. <laughs> and, and then, uh, but the line that makes me laugh really hard is she goes, wow, are you fluent? And then he, he's like, no, I feel okay. And he's like touching his head. <laughs> oh, no. So basically, I it's just it's just line. Rickyisms. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what's going on here. Um, but yeah, okay. So then though, we she finds out about it. She tells uh, Sinclair and he six uh, Perry Saturn and Sid Vicious on on uh, Bandini here. And yeah. I, I every time I see Saturn now, Ethan, all I can think about is that match where he came down with Eddie with the big hat on. Oh, the big hat. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know why the big. Where hat. He looked like one of the Teletubbies. Yeah, basically. I don't know why he's not rocking that here. But they break in to take down Martin Landau here, and uh, but he's nowhere to be found. He's hiding, and he's taking these two guys to task until I forget who gets the gets the better of him at the end. With the... Uh, Sid Vicious hits him in the back with a chair. Yeah, he, he should have just known to go after Sid's leg. Snap that motherfucker earlier. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, then they. Uh, I think the next. Uh, what is uh? What, what, do we go to the hospital next, or what? What do we go to next here? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I forgot to ask uh, this. So, but, yeah. So, what's going on, Sean? I was saying, is there a wrestler named Sid Vicious? Yeah. Yes. Named after oh. the Sex Pistols? No. Mm-hmm. He's had different names throughout. Uh, and he, he was he was Psycho Sid. He was Sid um, Justice for a while. Would he Sid, Sid the Kid ever? Uh, no, I don't know if he's ever Sid the Kid, but... Uh, yeah. He, he, he yeah. would be too no, much of a pussy. <laughs> Yeah, Sid Vicious, uh, <laughs> crazy man, but I love him. Yes. You ever looked at The most famous line Sid Vicious ever said what? was, um, he said, you got, he, he was like cutting a promo on some heels, and he was a face, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're only half the man that I am, and I only got half the brains that you do. And then you see him go, shit, and <laughs> realize, <laughs> realize what he said. It's uh, so funny. Uh, now, uh, Psycho Sid's real name, Sid Udy, uh, mm-hmm. spelled E-U-D-Y. So Sid Justice, Sid Steele, Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid, and Vicious Warrior are all of his names. Mm-hmm. So, so there you go. 
Psycho Sid, former WWF champion. Did he ever win the belt in WCW, Ethan? I think so. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So where are we at here? We're, Sal's been attacked. He gets the We're best. at the hospital. Yeah, they're at the hospital. And this is where Gordy figures out uh, that Sasha is a, uh, as a heel. She is mm. uh, getting information and all that fun stuff. Is, and we got some great product placement here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great product placement. I, I think it was, uh, you know, with all the Butterfinger stuff here, I think it was maybe. Mm, I want a Butterfinger now. I saw the. I want a Butterfinger and a pretzel. I think I think one of my takeaways from uh, watching The Water Boy when I was in high school was I came out as like, I think I'm supposed to go buy a bunch of Under Armour now because <laughs> I think or they just Gatorade. constantly pimp Under Gatorade. Armour and Gatorade. Yeah, so. always Gatorade. Ooh, favorite favorite Gatorade flavor. Anybody out there? Uh, Riptide Rush is mine. I mean, I'm a classic lemon lime boy, but I like I like blue. I don't know what the name is. I'm, I like the good. orange. Orange is always good. Orange is good. Yeah. Uh, classic lemon lime myself. And then like second is lime. extra classic citrus. Oh, that's nice. The old school. Like, yeah. it's hard to find. The, like the Latino flavor. Yeah. I like that, yeah. the white cherry one, too. Yeah, that's pretty that good. That one's too. really good. Riptide Rush is boss. Riptide. I like all of them. Riptide. Riptide. Well, they're the Frost Riptide. ones. Riptide. The Frost ones were like the 90s, like, yeah. extra flavor. Uh, now, I haven't had a Gatorade in so long. Now, Ethan, in, in all this uh, hospital scenes here, I think the best part, we all agreed maybe this, the nonchalant thing that no one notices where uh, Jimmy King steals the Butterfinger from the old guy. I really, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like extra little shitty aspect of it. But it's, I really thought that was going to be a turning point where they were just going to be like, you know what? Fuck you, Jimmy. Like, you are a piece <laughs> of shit. I was getting ready to be like, well, I don't know what's going to happen now if they just ditch well, him. Also, also, that's where you get the part where he, uh, yeah, he, you, <laughs> God damn it, I can't talk. Like, he hits him on the chest. Scott Kahn hits uh, Jimmy kicking on the chest, and he's like, hey, man. Yeah. You cracked my Butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how do we got to, we got to get, we got to say Butterfinger one more time in this yeah. movie to get our check. How can we do it? Uh, now, uh, after this, they go to Jimmy King's uh, wife's home again. And uh, he says, oh, I'm sorry. And he's going to make it right. He's going to have all this money. And then his son. She, she kicks him in the balls yeah, twice. Yeah, kicks him in the balls twice. His son comes out and he's all fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, well, she she kicks him in the balls twice, and uh, that's one of the bloopers. The bloopers is just them doing the shot of her kicking him in the balls like ten times. Yeah, and then the final shot of the blooper reel is just him laying on her on the porch, holding his balls, going, "Oh, the humanity!" <laughs> uh, so. His son comes out, and uh, his son is the one of the few actors in here that has no other credits. Like so, uh, I guess the, yeah. the I guess the role of Frankie King was not a rocket ship to the moon, uh, yeah. to playing an inbred hillbilly uh. in a bad wrestling movie. Uh, but uh, they're gonna, the next thing we get though, they got to try to find a partner for Jimmy King, uh, and they go back to Wyoming to get back to basics, right where there's nothing going on. Uh, and I, I forget uh, the guys they roll out that are going to be his partners. You remember what they called him, Ethan? Oh God, there was the chewer, um, <laughs> uh, fireman Jack, and Miss Kitty. Yes, Miss Kitty, who's 
power was going from looking hot to looking hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like I yeah. She she goes from looking like conservative hot to looking conservative hot. hot. Hey, Johnny Quest did that, and no one gave him shit for it. <laughs> What are you talking about? The human well, torch. So oh, that's him. That's all. That's all. He Man's gimmick was. <laughs> Jeez, from hot to hot. Yes. He Man's gimmick was going from <laughs> from leather daddy to <laughs> to whatever. I don't know. Like, to Lord he, he went from a member daddy. of demolition. Yeah. To <laughs> uh, a member of the Main Street Posse. Yeah. Uh, but Lord Fauntleroy to underground sex dungeon. So so they, they get back and to Wyoming and uh this is where we get the separation. Uh Gordy's dad is gonna force him to do the the highway patrol exam and Gordy says wrestling is stupid and all this stuff and he disengages from the, the rest of the crew here for a moment. So uh, but uh you know, we got a pretty quick transition to the last scene the last major scene here. Yeah, like the movie moves fast. Like yeah. I'll give him I'll give him the credit where credit's due. The pacing is very good, I think. Yeah. For, for the move for the type of movie that it is, like this is how it needs to move. Like Yeah. Uh any any anybody want to take a I know we watched it, but anyone want to take a guess of what the actual runtime is? Uh 89 minutes. Okay. Uh, I was I was going to go with 85. What do you think, Sean? Ooh, um, I'm going to say 91. 91. This movie, and I think this may be a credit to the pacing, is actually 107 minutes long. Fuck. Uh, I was close. Like, but I mean, it doesn't seem like that, which is kind of yeah. good, I think. Like, yeah. I'm, of that, I'm of that ilk of people that like short movies. Like, yeah. I like a good long yeah. epic when there needs to be one. But give yeah. me an give me a 84 90 minute banger and like let's call it good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Scarface I agree. is too fucking long. Yeah, you know. But uh yeah, so pretty quick transition to Now what is the name of this match that they're going to do? Oh, it's just the the it's literally the awesome. three cage match. That's yeah. Okay, but I was, the tri- it's the triple cage. Okay, is that what they called it in the WCW? I can't remember because they do actually do this match yeah, they, one time. Yeah, they do. Back when David Arquette is the world heavyweight champion. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so this never comes back. No, it's only been done once. Uh, this, this. Yeah. So I, they, so they do it in the movie, and then they do it in real life one time. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Um. It's literally, I'm pretty sure, called the Triple Cage match. Yeah, the Triple Cage match. I think it was at maybe Slamboree 2000? Yes, it was. Okay, let me see. Let me look up Slamboree 2000. What? Yep. Oh, my God. It's where David Arquette turned heel. <laughs> Slamboree. Ethan, you've got to look up the cover photo for Slamboree 2000. Is it? Is it David Arquette? No, it is not. It's way better. It sounds like <laughs> no. a porn, to be honest. Uh, this is the Ready to Rumble cage match, is what they're going to have at Slamboree 2000, uh, where it is going to be... Oh, my... <laughs> It's Buff the Stuff. Yeah, it's just uh, Buff Bagwell buff doing stuff. It's Buff Bagwell with a full Fu Manchu, yeah. like just look at this making love to the camera. Buff. Look, I, maybe Ooh. you want me to fucking have sex with you? 
live from the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri, in front of oh, seven thousand. Well, let's have a match with my mom on a pole. Yes, Judy Bagwell on a pole. Uh, but yeah, the yeah, I know it's great. Uh, but yeah, they're gonna have this match at uh, at Slamboree. 2000 and basically David Arquette is champion at this point and he's going to yeah. lose his championship to Jeff Jarrett in real life. Uh, yeah. Now I, yeah, what happens is David Arquette wins the title, but he's a non wrestler. So he doesn't want to defend the title. So he puts his title up for grabs yeah. in a triple cage match between DDP and Jeff Jarrett. And then lo and behold, David Arquette turns heel. Yeah. This is one of the most notoriously bad moments in like David Arquette's title win was like a notoriously bad moment in pro wrestling history. But yeah. guys, I don't know if you know this, uh, maybe not. Uh, David Arquette in recent years has been wrestling on the indie scene oh and my. trying to learn how to wrestle. Well, he's not horrible. He's never going to be great, but he's, cause he's well, old. Yeah, he, he had a death match recently. Yeah. Which, uh, he did not enjoy at all. Yeah, and can... literally just quits in the middle of the match. Yeah, I can imagine. Death matches are pretty fucking horrible. And he's 48 years old, so I mean, like... Well, yeah, yeah, the thing that makes him quit is when the guy he's wrestling takes a broken light tube and starts digging it into the back of his neck. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. God. That's deathmatch wrestling, though, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but, the, but the real match here is in the movie where we're yeah. going to get Jimmy King uh, versus uh, DDP... And all sorts of shenanigans are going to be going on. This is where we're going to get so many wrestler cameos. Oh, my God. There's cameo so after cameo. After oh, ca- also, yeah. also, we did skip over a scene because it's unimportant. But, you know, like Jimmy King's going around recruiting people. Yeah. And he, he goes to recruit Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I briefly and that, uh, yeah. John Cena is in this scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Like He's one of the wrestlers in the background oh, working really? on, an, oh. on a on a on a like a elliptical or something. How would you like to have been the guy that realized that? That seems yeah. like your life is pretty miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I only know he's that because un- it's like well-known wrestling yeah, I know. trivia. He's, I don't know it because I noticed it. Because he's unbilled. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so this match, it, it, I, this is probably the worst part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because the match is like not... Yeah. For being Excuse a cinematic me. version of a wrestling match, they don't do very much with it. Yeah. It's mostly well, just... Well, that's what... That's the issue with having a non-wrestler play the main wrestler. Well, true. But, like, they could do some cutaways and things like that. But basically, they fight their way up to the top. And then, lo and behold, the seed that was planted was that Sting was going to be a bad guy. But no. He was a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, Frank Borden being, uh, and again, we have tons of cameos. I'm going to go down the list of wrestlers. I that, had one of those sting masks that the crowd's wearing. Here's a, here's a list of the wrestlers that appear in this uh, film. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Goldberg, mm-hmm. Sting, Bam Bam Bigelow. Dead. Uh, so first dead one, Randy Savage, dead. dead. Booker T, alive. Sid Vicious, Juventud Guerrero, Kurt Hennig, dead. Disco Inferno, Billy Kidman, Conan, Rey Mysterio, Perry Saturn, Prince Iakea, Van Hammer. I don't know if he's alive or not. Uh, Gorgeous George was in this movie? Yeah, he's in it in like a background scene. Oh, okay. And then uh, Michael Buffer, Gene Okerlund, Tony Schiavone, and Mike Tenay are the announcing crews. Charles Robinson, Little Nate, and Billy Silver as referees. 
Uh, Nitro Girls, uh, Che, Fire, Spice, Storm, and Tigress. There you go. Those are the ones that are in there. So is it Mean Gene too? Uh, yeah, Mean Gene's yeah. in there. Yeah, mean Gene Oakland. So I, I have a brief question because yeah. I was just reading up on it because I'm, I'm wrestling noob. In death matches, yeah, like when they're digging a glass tube into the back of your neck, they're actually digging a glass tube into the back of your neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Death matches, you're mm-hmm. like actually getting stapled. Oh. You're actually yeah. It's yeah. it's like they're, it, they're, it, it's like jackass shit. Yeah, but that sounds incredibly painful. Like the jackass <laughs> shit tends to be like one and done. This yeah, sounds like yeah. I don't know how long that sounds. Oh like yeah, BDSM you want to hear shit. the most? Do you want to hear of the most gruesome death match that exists? Is is it Joey Janela putting Zangief <laughs> breaking his back? That was rough. No, there's a Lego death match where they cover the entire ring in Legos. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> and good. And wrestle on it. That that's an expensive. Awful. That's an expensive match too. Yeah. yeah. Lego ain't cheap. No, it's sponsored by Lego. Yeah. Yeah. Lego presents <laughs> Deathmatch Wrestling. Deathmatch Wrestling. <laughs> Get your new playset today. <laughs> what would be bad though is all Lego characters have to be the same size, so it'd be really stupid to have a Brock Lesnar Lego mm. and then have like a normal size Lego. Yeah. Well, it would just look the same with like a stupid knife tattoo down its, it's chest. Some, some Lego problems, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this all culminates, though. Oh, I do the one part we should match. The only thing in this this match that uh, we have a you know, Gordy comes back as yeah, like his. his so like, I'll, I'll just do a recapping of the match. Yeah. So, so Scott Con is in Jimmy King's corner, and they also have Jimmy King's posse: the Chewer, Miss Kitty, <laughs> Fireman John. <laughs> Scott Con dressed like a boss Bing! here. Yeah. yeah fucking... Scott Con wearing a full red <laughs> suit. Yeah. Like, well, this is a uh, this is a little bit. At, is this? This is past Cherry Poppin' Daddy's time, he right? He looks like Mr. 3000 Cherry Poppin' Daddy. <laughs> a zoot suit, right? Oh, um, so he's wearing the zoot suit. <laughs> and then, uh, so they get into the match. And Jimmy King starts to get the upper hand. And then uh, all of a sudden, Hooventude Guerrera and a masked wrestler yeah. jump Jimmy King. And he, like, dispatches of Hooventude Guerrera. And then the second wrestler turns out to be his son. Yeah, I, that, uh, great. I, which th- that to me makes the implication that he's not going to go back and help them when this is all done. <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah. F- and then, that kid. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then another um, couple wrestlers come out and they start putting the boots to uh, to Jimmy King, and then Goldberg shows up with his. Uh, you know, uh, like uh, a couple of good guy wrestlers. I think the good guys were uh, Conan and uh, Booker T. Booker oh, T. No, it was it was Booker T, Disco Inferno, Billy Kidman, Billy Kidman yeah. and Goldberg. Yeah. And so they run down. They're trying to break through the cage. They can't because it's locked. And then all of a sudden, Gordy comes riding through with his sleeve. He's wearing a state trooper outfit with the sleeves torn off. And he's on a, a state trooper motorcycle, and he busts through the cage, and uh, they all start fighting, and this big brawl happens. I like that. I like that there is also a motorcycle spot in this movie, just like there was in uh, <laughs> No Holds Barred. Yeah. Only this time, it's to not kind of. It's not deterring a rapist. It's, yeah, it's not murdering a rapist. <laughs> 
Like, he doesn't murder him. He just, no, like, he just deters him. <laughs> he's like, until next time, fool. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to push him away. All I'm right, good job, uh, yeah. Rapist handled. He won't do that anymore. And it's not uh, for, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Big Bubba to win at NWO sold out. So I'm a hero. Uh, this is the third so time the... Ethan and I have discussed something that has a motorcycle used as a weapon. And one of them was an actual pay-per-view. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so then, then Jimmy, uh, so Gordy's in there. Yeah, where we got? Yeah, Gordy's in there. They're they're all fighting. They're all brawling. Uh, David Arquette spears, uh, uh, whatever his fucking name is, uh, Jimmy King's son, spears him, which wins his father's affection finally. Um, <laughs> yes, and and then uh, <laughs> what what happens then? Goldberg gets then in. Jimmy King and DDP start climbing up to the second. Uh, structure and then at this point I think Rose McGowan tries or Sasha tries to win back Gordy and then yeah. gets hit in the face with, with a, a ladder. ladder. Which Sean uh, said was Sean at that point was like that would really hurt and I was like, yeah they do that spot all the time in ladder matches. Yeah. Like oh yeah. But, uh, the, 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 the key the is they throw Funk their hand spot. up like right at the last it's second. The, uh, yeah it's the Terry Funk spot. Yeah. It's he he would always put it on his head and just spin in a circle. Um and so then Jimmy King and DDP are brawling at the top. To they get to the very top. DDP knocks Jimmy King off, but then Sting swings in and kicks DDP off. So then they have to climb back up again. Jimmy and King's then this all right by me. Does uh, yeah, yeah. This Jimmy is where you King get the Jimmy King's all right by me spot. That, that yeah. must that must have been like a Sting's way to get paid. Like yeah. I've got a line. I get better money. <laughs> Like, yeah. uh, well, like Jimmy King's all right by me, and then Scott Conn is like, so "You love Jimmy King, I yeah, love yeah, Jimmy yeah. King. We're, We're men. two men, not afraid to say we love other men." And then he goes in for a hug, and Sting, yeah. being the born again Christian that he is, punches uh, Scott Conn, and then Gordy's like, "Ooh, punch me too!" And so he punches yeah. Gordy. Uh, uh, yeah, and also, is there a moment there where Sinclair, when he yells at Sting, he calls him Frank or something like that? Why couldn't they just call I... him his name, Steve? <laughs> yeah. like, it's a man called Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He's big as a boat and quick as a cat. He's a man <laughs> called Steve. <laughs> this is this is Sting's old uh, WCW entrance song before he became yeah, Crow Steve. Sting's oh. old theme song was It's a Man Called Sting. Yeah. But <laughs> his real name is Steve Borden. Um, but yeah, so then uh, Jimmy King wins the title, wins the million dollars after knocking... Uh, after knocking DDP through the entire structure all the way to the floor. Knighted him to hell. Uh, Sean, this is what Sting used to look like when he had that theme song. Oh. He wasn't Crow Sting. Wow, that's a big turn. Yeah, yeah. I, I showed him original Sting with the spiky blonde hair when he was a dingo warrior type stuff. So. <laughs> dingo warrior. Uh, Sting tag team with the Ultimate Warrior, and they were called the Dingo Warriors. That looks like the Broadway version of like if Mortal Kombat hit Broadway, and that's Scorpion. Yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, all right, so the match is pretty much over at this point. Uh, you know, uh, we get Gordy's father, as you said, accepting him, and then we get to see uh, <laughs> there's going to be a tag team match all of a sudden, and DDP needs a tag team partner, which apparently is going to be no. Gordy. It's yeah. Jimmy King needs a tag team right. Jimmy, oh, yeah. yeah, Jimmy King needs a tag team partner. It's going to be Gordy, and then yeah, Scott Goldborg, Kahn, yeah. Goldborg. Gold, Goldberg. Goldborg. Uh, offers, Goldborg, yeah. Goldborg. Goldborg. He offers, Goldborg. Uh, he, he offers up his services, and then uh, Jimmy King's like, I already got a tag team partner. And so uh, now Gordy's gimmick is, I am the law. And I will bust you. Yeah, that's it's great, great gimmick work. And yeah. then we get our payoff to yeah. the opening scene. Yeah, they are back at the convenience store, mm-hmm. and you know, as Goldberg is wont to do, he just travels around town wearing nothing but his speedo. Yeah, <laughs> it's comfy. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, beat, they beat up the the gas station attendant. Yeah. yeah. And then they drive off into the sunset with the sun and the sunset with, what with the Sal f- Bandini in a hot <laughs> a tub. tub in the back of a pickup truck with two nice. Yeah. saying God bless. I, America. I also love that. It's like a lifted Hummer limo. Yeah, and also like Scott Kahn is like making eyes at that Asian uh, uh, Nitro girl. I thought he was supposed to be getting with uh, what's her name from the because uh, oh, she loves him from the burger place. Yeah. Okay. So two things we have to mention first of all that we as we as we wrap this up here in a minute. Two things that we forgot to mention in this movie. Yeah. Um, one is the little old lady that oh, they yeah. cut to all the time. The old yeah, lady wrestling she's fan. So funny. Yeah. Like, which is basically a play on the uh, wedding singer's old rapping grandma. They're like, you know what people love? Skinny little old grandmas. Put her in there and that she's a big wrestling Doing fan. Doing crazy shit. And then the other thing that we missed out on was after. Jimmy King gets his million dollar match. They have that party out in the like in his there oh, in yeah. like an alley or whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. And I only bring it up because Mean Gene Okerlund yeah. is dancing. Is dancing, and he's like, "Do you think they think I'm pretty or something like that?" Do it's you like think sexy. You think I'm hot. So yeah, sexy. yeah. I'm like, so that was just a little uh, bit. Oh of... yeah, and then also Jimmy King decides to run away and falls down a manhole. Yeah. Yes, classic. And how did you know he was there? We're in the business. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so weird. Yes. <laughs> it is. It is very weird. Uh, you know, now that I think about it, I watched this movie on Saturday and then I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Sunday. I haven't seen that. And uh, they, Jimmy King and the uh, guy that, uh, boy, I can remember Jimmy King's name, but I can't remember the lead name uh, character from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character. Oh, Kind of uh, similar. Fuck. I just watched it, Yeah, too. it's kind of similar. Kind of similar His story. His initials I, are like DR. Yeah. I can't remember what they yeah, Ratcliffe. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, something like that. But uh, all right. So this was, uh, guys, where do you put this? Do you put this above? We'll go around. Above or below? No holds barred. <laughs> above. 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 Above, above. above. This is so far fucking below No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred is so oh. quintessentially bad that it is so amazing. Oh. No, this is so much better. Dookie. This is so much better and you're so wrong. So much better. There are the Hulk Hogan scenes where he's wearing those clothes that are crazy. The only scene in No Holds Barred that he is javel- better. He javelins. I, 
jock ass? No, <laughs> it's when he's doing push-ups with his legs on the bed, and she thinks oh, yeah. he's beaten off. Yeah. And she, like, peeks around seductively, and he catches her, like, while he's doing it. I think you guys are just biased because you're about to teeny wiener boys. You <laughs> no, teeny I, wiener this boys. Movie, this movie is so much better. The only <laughs> thing in, in No Holds Barred that is better is... Watch that smile. <laughs> well, here's all I'm going to say is, uh, if this movie is so much damn better, according to Worthington's law, it isn't. Because No Holds Barred made $8 million, this motherfucker lost 11.5. So, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Well, it One of those Hulk is Hogan. profitable. So, yeah. Uh, Okay, so, and then last but not least. Here's, the, here's why this is better. This was a comedy. No Holds Barred <laughs> was not a comedy. It's true. Very true. It's true. But but that's why so many old classic Arnold movies are good. They're not supposed to be comedies, but they oh. end up being funny, so. That's just because like, of Arnold. Yeah. All right. Uh, one last thing I want to go down uh, here is uh, just the soundtrack to this movie. Yeah. Is so quintessentially late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that yeah. too. Uh, Bloodstains by The Offspring. We're not going to take it, uh, but it's going to be done by Biff Naked, the Canadian the, yeah. uh, uh, group or whatever. Bawa Taba, Lower Than You Bawa remix. Bawa yeah. Moose Rock. Yeah, there's King of Rock by Run DMC. Uh, Diamond Dazzle, Diamond Dazzle, Diamond Dazzle, <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page's theme in here is actually performed by Dweezil Zappa. Why is there so much Zappa connection to this movie? Who knows? <laughs> Ahmet's the guy, and then that's not Diamond Dallas Page's normal theme. Like his normal theme is just a, uh, well, it's a, it's a Nirvana knockoff. Is his normal theme? So yeah. Uh, then, uh, let's see, P.O.D. has a song in here, <laughs> a freestyle remix, Jump Around by House of Pain. Uh, then we had that horrible We Will Rock You that you guys all cringed at, and we figured out that that was uh, uh, DJ Hurricane featuring Scott Weiland. So there you go. Ugh. Last Resort by Papa Roach. Uh, and then uh, Baby One More Time by, uh, but it's performed here by Ahmet Zappa and Dweezil Zappa. And then Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue. That was nice. I like what a girls, banger girls. of a soundtrack. Yeah. Someone someone that bought that soundtrack had 45 minutes and 47 seconds of just pure fucking bliss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ethan, do you have anything you want to tell the fine people out in the world? Mm, no. No? You good? How are yeah, you, I'm good. How are you uh, biding your time? Oh, playing video games, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we want to thank Zach and Sean. Now, normally we'd ask Zach and Sean to plug some upcoming appearances, but this is COVID times. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that means that we got no upcoming appearances. COVID times. <laughs> no. Stay COVID. inside all day and you never go out into alcohol. the world. Okay, now we know what TikTok Zach's going to be filming uh, later at his house. Uh, COVID. COVID times. No, I told you no what I was gonna. I was gonna do Lola, but change it to Rona. Rona, you're stepping on you know Weird Al territory there. Some Yoda. Weird Al so. can suck my nuts. Yeah. 
but yeah, normally it's a, uh, you know, what, what you guys got going on. But uh, you guys do uh, still have performance out there, and that is uh, the Getting Greasy podcast. Yeah, always check yep. that out. And uh, there's also, I believe, three editions. Uh, if you want to hear them do their actual stand-up, which they haven't done in a while, uh, there are three episodes of uh, Live at the Centennial Lounge out there. Live at the Centennial yes, Lounge. Yes, you can hear the bane of my uh, podcast <laughs> editing existence. It's so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it, is, uh, it is something. The audio is a nightmare. Oh, yeah. It's not even that. It's just trying that you, the way you motherfuckers do that thing is very upsetting. Uh, but Ethan, uh, what do you want to, we'll think about something to do for our next episode pretty soon uh, and all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. But uh, thank you for being on today, buddy. Uh, we yeah. love you and I hope you're doing well and stay safe. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.